Welcome to the Inspired Women Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Hall, psychology student, wife, and mama four. On this podcast, I share helpful life tips and stories from inspirational women. Warning, sometimes we chat about taboo topics and drop some F-bombs. Thank you for tuning in with me today. Enjoy the episode. Bonus pod. I am sitting in my office at 1021 the night before you're going to hear this. And this is past my bedtime. So I have, I've been trying to wake up at the same time every day because in Sleep Smarter by Sean Stevenson, they actually talk about that, how um, waking up at the same time every day is really good for you and really good for your sleep. So also that our sleep cycles tend to be 90 minutes for the average person. So you should be getting sleep in those increment in 90 minute increments. So I have a early bedtime, which gives me is what my body really prefers, uh, which means I'm going to sleep at like 930. Uh, because you know, it takes like a half an hour, maybe 15 minutes to half an hour to fall asleep. So 930 is my early bedtime. And then 11 is my late bedtime. And I planned on going to bed on my early bedtime tonight. But then I watched Shameless. So trigger warning. We're going to talk about trigger warnings. So we might talk talk about topics that deserve a trigger warning. Yeah. So a friend of mine, several friends of mine actually recommend watching Shameless. They're like, it's great. You should really check it out. And I was like, okay, you know, I need something that's kind of entertaining and funny And then season two, episode 11, one of the characters commits suicide, like attempts suicide, didn't succeed, Um, did not die by suicide. So I should have said spoiler alert. Anyways, um, (laughs) I didn't say which one. And it was very triggering for me. And I'm telling you guys anyways, because if you want to watch Shameless and you are somebody like me that might get triggered by suicide, uh, then you definitely should be aware. I wish I knew they should have had a trigger warning like, hey, suicide trigger warning. So I was prepped. I mean, maybe I would have decided to skip it because I'm feeling depressed again. I was good. I was depressed for like six weeks. It went from like mild to moderate to severe to moderate to mild. My psychiatrist upped my medication and then I was doing good. And then now I'm feeling mildly depressed again. I'm like, yay me. If it stays mild and it's not prolonged, they won't have to adjust my medication again. But if it doesn't, then they will. I mean, is anybody else sick of fucking 2020 already? Like, this year blows. It is so stressful and it's so taxing on mental health. I just feel like I have so much anxiety about all the things. I am so sick of adulting every day. Like... I'm sick of worrying and people are like, oh, no, 
you know, don't let fear control you. Okay, cool, dude. But like, you're not keeping up with the statistics and maybe I shouldn't either because I'm so stressed out. But like, this is not just old people that are dying or people that are immune compromised that are dying or people that have pre-existing health conditions. Like healthy young people have died. Healthy and, and not even died, but like healthy young people have gotten really, really sick and some have like permanent damage from COVID. That's scary to me. I don't I, like that's scary to me that I could get sick and end up with like permanent damage. Like something that could be avoided, but it's not because the United States is a hot fucking mess right now. Just please wear your mask. Just please wear your mask. Like the worst that could be happen is they come out and say masks really aren't eff- effective and you were inconvenienced for a while. The best thing is the the studies that have come out that it is effective are right and it actually is effective and then we save people's lives. Like that, like I care, I care about my neighbors. I care about the people around. I care about my fucking kids. Like, I don't want my kids to get sick. I'm like, I don't want my kids to be hospitalized. I don't want to be hospitalized. Like, Jesus. So stressful. So stressful. Uh, three of us are getting mental health care. <laughs> Two of us had Lyme disease. Like, because we got a pandemic and we got all this hot shit going on. It's, it's stressful and insane. And I want to cry right now. Uh, so... Needless to say, I was already feeling mildly depressed and then got triggered. I get triggered um, by suicide because, uh, like I mentioned in the last episode with Lark, uh, one of my parents, I found them after they attempted suicide. So that's triggering. I also have attempted suicide. I also planned on attempting in the way that it's shown in this episode. Um, Fortunately, at the time... My sister happened to knock on the bathroom just at that right moment. And so I never completed it. Or I should say I never attempted it. I don't know if it would have, like, ended with a completion. Um, my sister didn't even know that until I texted her tonight and was just like, oh, my God, have you watched Shameless? And she was like, yeah. And I tell her, like, how triggered I was. And she was just like, oh, no, I wish... I knew you were watching and I wish I knew to say something. And I was just like, you don't know that things trigger you unless you've been through them, right? Like, you don't think about it. Like, I wouldn't think, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I'm like, overdosing kind of triggers me too. Uh, there, I'm sure there's things that, like, show up in shows that trigger people And I wouldn't think about it, right? Because it doesn't trigger me. I've never had experience with that, you know, or anything like that. So for me, it is like, you know, I've had my own mental health struggles. I have a semicolon tattooed on my wrist, which is probably the picture. I'll probably use a picture of that as the graphic for this episode. That sounds real great. So I have a semicolon on my wrist as, you know, suicide awareness because I've had my own attempt And I've definitely had suicidal ideation many, many times. I've planned it multiple times. Uh, There was only one time that I actually, like, attempted. So it's just, it's very triggering. So trigger warnings, like, people are like, don't be soft. Don't be a pansy. 
you need your safe space? No, actually I do. Because like, you don't know what kind of trauma somebody went through. I've been very triggered by people sharing about sex trafficking and sexual assault on on Facebook. I was not sex trafficked, but I was um, sexually abused as a child. And so when they are sharing details and talking about this, it's especially when there's no trigger warning, it's really bad. Like I had to have like not scroll through Facebook like when people are posting all the time about this because I'm like, I was sexually abused as a child. Like, it's, it's not funny to talk about, but it's it's crazy to talk about because, oh, God. People don't even realize. Like, I, I've been living with this stuff for so long that when I talk about it, people are like, whoa. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's just pretty crazy, huh? Like, I remember my therapist said to me, like... <laughs> our first session together I just like word vomited she's like well tell me about yourself I'm like how much time do we have this is gonna take multiple sessions to go over and of course like I forget things and then we'll be talking later on and I'll be like oh yeah I told you about this didn't I and she'd be like nope but she was like whoa and I was like yeah it's a lot like there's a lot of trauma there's a lot to unpack like looking back I'm just like oh yeah, people don't actually go through all this, right? Like, like one person doesn't actually go through all this. So we do need trigger warnings. It doesn't make people weak. It doesn't make them um, the P word. Oh, my God. When I said that, it reminded me of what's his name? The guy that got the very, like, conservative dude that got really, like, <laughs> really worked up about WAP. Is it WAP? 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 I think it's WAP. Uh, Cardi B's new <laughs> a song or she released a video I think the song's been around for a while oh, hold on I gotta I gotta look this up now on Twitter uh, <laughs> I do have a Twitter if you want to follow me I don't post that much it's I'm at Megan Ann Hall so <laughs> uh, yeah I just this guy got like He's, like, ridiculous, and <laughs> he got, like, really, <laughs> really upset, and he, oh, Ben Shapiro, <laughs> and he's saying, <laughs> saying it, and he goes, the P word. <laughs> I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> and the way he says it, you got to watch him saying this, because the way he says it, he's <laughs> just. Sorry if you heard that, like those bangings. I hit my elbow. the The way he says it is just so dry and ridiculous that you're like, "This is the least sexy thing I've ever heard in my entire life." You should watch the video though if you're not offended by like people talking about sexual things and you know wet vaginas. I, I was like, "Wow, that's that's kind of hot. Look at that." except when they're spoiler alert except when they're laying there and the snakes are crawling on them and I'm like oh no I'm good that's so fucking gross anyways we do need trigger warnings um around topics like overdose suicide sexual assaults like especially if you're describing like describing or showing something graphic 
Like, there's certain things that people have been through that are very traumatic. I've even watched movies and TV shows where they're showing abuse, like not not so much sexual abuse, but like emotional, mental, physical abuse. And it triggers me because I've been in, I was in an abusive relationship. It got physical towards the end when I was in, he was mentally and emotionally abusive before that. And growing up, I was, I was like around mental and emotional abuse. I even um, experienced some physical abuse on a couple occasions. So it's definitely triggering to me. It's not the physical abuse on things are not as triggering as like the mental and emotional abuse and verbal abuse like that shit messes me up hardcore and so like the whole point in is this is like I understand some people might think trigger warnings are ridiculous because maybe they don't require them but there are some of us who I mean, it's really going to trigger us. I don't have a therapy appointment tomorrow. (laughs) Like, I meet with my therapist every other week. And I'm sure I could call her and ask for an emergency appointment. We'll have to see how I process through this and how I do this week. Um, But that was was a lot for me. That was a lot. Oh, God. And I posted on Facebook about it, and people didn't really understand. I mean... Probably because I didn't go into like major details, but I'll tell you what I posted on Facebook because I know not all of you are friends with me on Facebook and I don't accept friend requests from people I don't actually know in real life anymore because that was just too much. I posted, I started watching Shameless and I'm on season two. No one prepped me for what happens to blank and I can't stop crying. I won't be sleeping tonight. She's bipolar too. And I was just like, what? Um, I just, I, I, it was, it was too, it was too much. It was just too much. And I just couldn't, I couldn't handle it. I, it was just, yeah. So fuck 2020, man. (laughs) I'm just, anybody else ready for another year? Like for things to be over? I just think like, I think every day, like, things can't get worse than they do, uh, especially politically. Like, motherfucker. And people. Like, people I respected. People I cared about. Posting the most fucked up, heartless bullshit. Where I'm just like, I respected you. The amount of people I've had to delete off Facebook in in 2020 is is ridiculous. Uh, usually I do like a good purge every year, but these aren't even strangers anymore. These are people like I've grown up with. These are people I care about. Like I had to delete my great aunt. Like, and I know some people are like, no, you should just unfollow because they might come around. No, dude, if you. If you are being hateful to a group of people, like, I just can't. If you're racist, homophobic, transphobic, like, xenophobic, all the things. If you, and I'm not saying you have to understand the nuances of all the things, right? I understand it could be hard when you're brought up with certain beliefs and perceptions to go from, like, zero to a hundred, 
But come on, at least try to meet people halfway instead of just staying. And, and all these people are people that would tell you they're not racist or not homophobic or not transphobic. Like, that's the worst part is they can't even see that they're being so fucking hateful. And each time I think that a certain group of people, a certain group of right-wing people, because uh, that tends to be the people I see these posts from, can't get any lower. And I'm not talking about, I said some, and I said a certain group, because I do not label, I try not to label people with a broad brush, right? I try not to label people with a broad brush, because I honestly don't think that all conservatives are a certain way. I really don't. Just like I don't think all Democrats are the same way. There's a fucking spectrum here, y'all. Like a fucking spectrum. But there is a certain stereotype of Trump supporters. And those people, I think, can't get any lower. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way they can get any lower. And then I see another Facebook post that's going viral, going around. And then people that I didn't even know that, that were like that. Like not even so much Trump supporters. That were like that nasty and mean and hateful. They fall under that umbrella. And I'm just like, wow. Wow. And then you try to have a conversation with them. That's not even fucking possible in today's world. There's a certain set of people you try to communicate with. And then to shut you the fuck down. They'll tear you apart. I had a stranger, some dude on the internet. I commented. It was a very innocent comment. Like a friend of mine on Facebook asked what the, the president had uh, tweeted that day. She said, I heard about this, but I don't know the details. I'm in the hospital. It wasn't anything like super serious on why she was in the hospital. But like, I'm in the hospital. Can somebody tell me? So I literally screenshot the tweets and I posted them. I didn't even make a comment about them. I didn't even say my personal opinion about it. And this motherfucker hops underneath there, don't know this dude, and reams me a new asshole. Tries to tell me you can't trust the president's Twitter. You need to watch the White House briefings to see what he really means. If he doesn't fucking mean it, he shouldn't be tweeting it. Like, I'm sorry. Don't say what you don't mean. Like, I'm not going to watch the White House. I have watched the White House briefings, but I'm not going to watch his team scramble to try to cover up and sugarcoat the bullshit he's spewing. I'm not going to do that. Like, no, if he doesn't mean it, he shouldn't say it. The end. These aren't even things that, like, they could go one way or they could go another. You're making assumptions. No, this dude will legit say blatant bullshit. And people are like, no, he's just kidding. No, he didn't mean it. Really, if he didn't mean it, he shouldn't say it. The end. And I'm not trying to like put him on this pedestal that he needs to be perfect. But this is a consistent problem with this man. A consistent problem. Lying, uh, tearing other people apart, calling people names, like... You know, saying some fucked up shit. That is his M.O. He does it all the time. But people make excuses for him. Like, no, I can understand if these mistakes were like 
sprinkled in there and they were like here and there. It's like an everyday occurrence. I had to stop following him on, like not following him. I wasn't following him because I didn't want him to have an additional Twitter follower. (laughs) But I had to stop looking at his Twitter feed because it was just so messed up every day, every day. And I was just like, I can't, I can't. It's too much negativity and mental health isn't doing good. And this is not helping it. Oh my God. His Twitter should come with a trigger trigger warning. (laughs) Woo. Don't get me started on that. And see, what a lot of people don't know is I was actually registered as an independent for years. Literally for years. Because I've never been one to vote for a certain party, right? I like to look into my candidates and go for them. I feel like either way, like, I just feel like we're picking the last of the two evils again, I had to pause this because my teenager came in and I was like, I'm recording a podcast episode. Can you go away? (laughs) So, yeah, I was registered independent because I'd like to, like, research who I'm voting for. Uh, But I have been, like, I've been getting since 2016 election. I've gotten really, really, like into politics and have been doing my own research and stuff. I'm sure there's far more than I need to learn and know. But I've also learned that a third-party candidate at this point in time, because the system's in place, cannot win. And I don't think we can survive another four years of Trump. And trust me, I'm not super thrilled about uh, Biden being the other option. He's cringeworthy. But... We know what we can expect with Trump as president. Let's shake the dice. (laughs) See what Biden does. Hopefully we can actually keep him accountable. Like, and it's not a complete shit show. Like, what's going on right now? So, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm political. It's okay. This is my podcast. I can talk about it all I want. <laughs> oh, I, I just it's we're talking about trigger warnings. I think Trump should come with one. I I just I he he's very yeah, and he triggers a lot of people. Uh, he's a very big narcissist, and those of us who have had narcissists in our lives, yeah, yeah, it's bad. But you know, here we are. Yay, America. (laughs) Way to go. But yeah, there's been a lot of stuff going on lately that can be very triggering for people. Fuck, we're going through, and I've said this before on the podcast, we're going through a collective trauma. Like, whether somebody takes this seriously or doesn't take it seriously, pandemic is affecting everybody. I have been fortunate enough, knock on wood, that... I haven't lost anybody to this. Nobody near me that I know has gotten so sick that like, you know, they're hanging on. I I know quite a few people that have gotten it and have gotten really, really sick. Uh, Some have been in the hospital for not prolonged periods of time and all are young. Like all of the people I know that have gotten it are like my age. I consider myself young at 34 So all the people I know are around my age and 
I mean, they got so sick. And it's just scary. Like, it's just so scary. And I, I mean, I've had friends of friends uh, that my friends have shared their posts and their friends have been around my age again and, you know, in their 30s and 40s and have ended up with long-term effects from COVID. Like, so it's it's scary. We're all going through a collective trauma, whether people take it seriously or not. So that's that's a lot for people. <laughs> so we got a lot going on. The whole point in this is trigger warnings. And I know I went on a tangent. That's just how my brain works sometimes. Trigger warnings are necessary sometimes. Like, it would just be nice to have a heads up. Especially for things like that are, it's you're not going to know everything that could trigger somebody, right? But the obvious ones, suicide, <laughs> overdose, overdose goes with suicide, fucking, but I mean, not always. Sometimes people overdose and they're not trying to attempt suicide. Sometimes it's because they just take way too many drugs because they're trying to get that high, but they can't reach it and they just do too much. You know, so that sort of thing, abuse, sexual, mental, emotional, physical, especially when it's very vivid, uh, you know, sexual assault. So there's, there's so many, not so many, like there's just like a handful, maybe two handfuls of like topics that are very much ones that I think should come with a trigger warning, which is why I really try in my episodes where we talk about those kind of topics that I give a trigger warning. I did for the one last week. And I was like, just so you guys know, this is what we're talking about because I want people to be prepared. Maybe they're not in an emotional place to to, to listen to that. Or maybe they do want to listen, but they know they're going to need to talk to their therapist after. Like, you know, maybe, maybe they need to save it and listen to it right before their next therapy session, whatever. So, yeah. So here I am. Mildly depressed, saw this episode, and apparently from what somebody commented on Facebook, there are more episodes like that, but I don't know if they mean like there's more episodes where they talk about that, like the topic of suicide, which I'm okay with. I can handle that. Like this was just vivid and it was just too much for me. So... They're like, maybe you need to stop watching now. And I'm like, well, I don't want to. I actually like this show. It was That was just a lot. And I could have used a heads up. Maybe I can Google it. Is there, like, does IMDB tell you that? Like, give you a, a hint about that sort of thing? I don't know. That would be nice. If you all know a website where I can look up that information so I can avoid those episodes or make sure I'm in a good place when watching them. That would be helpful. Just a message, you know, facebook.com slash inspired women podcast, instagram.com slash inspired women podcast. If anybody wants to apply to be a guest on the podcast, you can go to inspiredwomenpodcast.com forward slash apply here. I think I have it linked up in the show notes. I think. But I am taking podcast applications for the 2021 podcast season. Since I have interviews scheduled for all of this year. For the every other week episodes. Next week. Next week. Uh-huh. 
next year I'm going to go back to every week. So if you want to apply or you know somebody who would be a great guest, please send them a link, have them apply, tell them to listen to a couple of episodes beforehand. So I hope you guys have a great day, a great week. I hope this didn't bring you down too much. I just wanted to riff a little bit about trigger warnings and how I think they should be a thing because some of us, some of us need them. Some of us need them for certain, certain topics and it would be very helpful. All right, guys. And I'm, side note, I'm kind of like disappointed in the amount of people who lack empathy for the fact that I got triggered by that. Like, I guess if you've never like attempted suicide yourself or seen, found somebody who attempted suicide, it'd be really hard to understand, but man, for real. Anyways, I'll probably do a Facebook post about it tomorrow when I share this episode and be like, hey, this is why. Listen up. All right, guys. Well, I hope you have guys. I use guys and guys is a gender term, right? And I know I'm talking to all women or non-binary folks. I don't think we have a lot of guys, like literally guys, males, people identify as a male listening to the podcast. So peoples. All right, peoples, I will talk to you later. Bye. Thank you for being a part of the Inspired Women audience. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating review. And don't forget to share this out with somebody who could use some inspiration today. Tag us at Inspired Women Podcast, both on Facebook and Instagram. Have a great day.